have a little inspiration for recording this episode. And that is, I was recently talking to someone who has revisited a past relationship. And it's not, they weren't broken up for too terribly long. And she decided to go back in and check things out a little bit more because there was some communication starting up between them. And she thought, well, maybe things have changed and I've learned a lot. And he says he's learned some things. So I'm going to revisit this relationship. And then things started to go downhill. And initially things are good. You know, there's kind of like this rekindling feeling. Things are exciting. You haven't seen each other in a while. You haven't had sex in a while. So that's even pretty exciting and erotic. And then slowly but surely things start to go downhill and you end up breaking up again. And then usually, usually we say, Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Why did I do that? I'm so stupid. I should have handled it this way. I should have done this. Why couldn't I just not answer his texts or his phone calls? Yada, yada, yada. So the reason for this episode today is to set your guys' minds and hearts at ease that typically the first breakup doesn't take. Think about it. Go back into your old relationships. Think about all the times you have broken up with somebody, if you've got that big of an extensive dating past. And did it take really the first time? No. And it usually doesn't take the first time because we still really like this person and sometimes really love this person. And what we're seeing is something that is not okay with us and we have dealt with it over an extended period of time and eventually we're just like, oh, I can't take this anymore and we just have to get away because we are absolutely extended beyond our capacity and we are exhausted. We're probably over the top frustrated. We may even be angry or even sad depending on what this person has done. And so we break up with them. We're like, that's it. I'm breaking up with you. The problem is most of the time we really don't mean the breakup. We don't really mean it. At the moment we do, at the moment we think we do, but what we're really saying is I need a break to reconnect to myself and to refigure and to recalculate and to find out what I'm doing, why I'm still here, if I want to be here, if I don't want to be here, I need to weigh the pros and cons. I just need a step back to take a minute to myself and reevaluate what is happening. But instead, we usually break up. Now, there's definitely no judgment with this back and forth breaking up and rekindling situation. I've done it a million times. You have too. We're all completely normal. This is just silly human tricks. This is just what we do. So I want to set your mind at ease at first just to know that if this is your experience that you keep going back and forth, then it's kind of typical. It's what we do because we still have a lot of feelings for this person. But I also want to help you to minimize the amount of breakups you go back and forth and also minimize how many times you think that something has changed and it has not changed. So the first thing I want to talk about is to be willing to set appropriate boundaries while you are still within the relationship. What we do when we cut it off like we do, we just cut it off, we have basically cut off a big part of us, something that has been in our lives for quite a while because if it hasn't, it wouldn't be this difficult to get away from, to separate from. So we cut cut ourselves 
off, boom, this, this, this force that we've had in our lives for a while and it feels very, very empty and very, very lonely. So I'm going to offer that the next time you feel like totally breaking it off, just ending it 100%, if this is the first time, I'm going to invite you to set really great boundaries instead. And sometimes those boundaries require action. So if you have typically set verbal boundaries and your person is not heeding them, they're not respecting them, then that's going to require a physical or what I call an action boundary. So rather than breaking up, maybe it's like, I just need three days to myself. That's a boundary. You are taking time for yourself. You are not just cutting off the relationship. A breakup is has a sense of finality to it. We're taking some time implies that you're still connected, but you're taking some time. I did this in a relationship once where the same thing was happening over and over again. And I talked and talked and talked. I must have logged 8,000 hours of talking in this relationship with this, with this man. And at some point I finally said, okay, I'm either going to have to leave him and break up with him completely, or I need to try something different. Well, being that I was still really in with this person, I decided to schedule a timeout. And I said, we just need, I just need some space right now. And here's what this is going to look like. And I, and I explained it very explicitly what it is that I needed so that there was no question so that that line couldn't be crossed. And I also knew going in that if that line was crossed, then I needed to set an additional boundary. You have not given me my week alone. So now this is what's going to happen. Maybe it's not responding to their texts. Maybe it's whatever it might be for you. You have to come up with something because everybody's stories are different. Everybody's lives and relationships are different. You come up with your next step if that boundary is not heated. And you also let them know when you are going to lift that restraint. So let's say I've taken a week to myself. Please don't contact me. I really just need to be alone. I need to recalibrate myself and recenter myself. And this person keeps blowing up your phone. And you can say something like, I'm going to block your number for now because I really need this time to reconnect to myself. But I will unblock it on Friday at 6 p.m. Or something like that. You see what I'm saying? So they know what to expect. I laugh sometimes because relationships can be very similar to parenting. And it's very important that we give our children what is not okay, what is going to be the consequence for not okay, and how, when is this going to be lifted. So we don't say, I don't ground my kids, but, but we don't say you're grounded for, you're grounded until further notice. We say you are grounded for a week. And then you lift that grounding after a week, correct? For if that's the consequence for your child. I usually do things like taking away the phone because that's, you know, you got to get them where it hurts and that's where it hurts. And then they know what to expect, but then I don't fold one minute sooner. Well, the same thing is true when you're setting a boundary in your relationship with someone who is just not being okay. They are not treating you respect- respectfully. You set a boundary and they know what's at the other end of that boundary. Now, for some of you, you're going to have people that are going to kick and scream about this. 
This is where you have to say to yourself, this kicking and screaming is the exact reason why I need to take a break from this. And you need to be strong. You need to step into that empowered self and you have to love yourself most right now in this moment. Because if you let this go on and on and on, this is just going to be a breakup over and over and over again. Now, another thing is we want to be able to set these boundaries because we are giving our person an opportunity to shift their behavior. What happens mostly is they have, when they're still connected to us and we create this separation with them, they can step aside and they're pondering, but they don't feel the panic and the anger and most of the time, some people will, of an actual hardcore breakup and all the intense feelings that come along with that. Those intense feelings tend to override any sort of natural processing. If we take space from somebody, then they're, they don't have those intense feelings of a breakup. They might have some, but it's not as an intense as a breakup where those breakup feelings override everything. What this does is create space for them to really get into their own head. We're not just throwing them out the door. We're letting them take the time themselves. Even though we're taking the time, this is incredibly serving to the other person as well. What happens in is it, what happens when we just boom, break it off, cut it off at the knees, we're over and done with, is we start to miss the person, they start to miss us, and there's been no real true processing. We just needed to get away from the drama for that moment. And then when we come back together, nothing truly has changed. Now, after we've had our space and we have set the time that we are going to talk with them again, whether or not we've had to block them in that process, then we say, hey, I'm ready to come back to a conversation with you, but I'm only going to have a conversation with you. We can start our talks about what is happening here because the way it has been is not okay. Give your person an opportunity to heal and grow. A lot of times people want to heal and grow, but relationships are so dramatic and toxic that they don't even know how. So if you're the healthier one in the relationship, if you're the one that's thinking more clearly and is maybe a little bit more healed than your partner, then it's going to be your responsibility to take it a step back and to handle the relationship in a more healthy way to see if your person is willing or capable to step into the higher way to relationship with you. Then when you have the conversation with them, you tell them what you've learned about yourself what you feel, and what you need. And what you're looking for is them coming back to the, to the party with an ownership of what they have done, taking responsibility for their behaviors, and seeing some true remorse and that they really don't want to behave this way. And when that happens, you say, okay, well, let's plan a little forward movement. At this point, I still would not have sex with them. A lot of times, sex is telling people that everything is okie dokie over and done with. I know I've done it myself where I've heard the good words from people and, and men and have said, okay, you know, we're good now. And then we end up having sex and he goes right back to the way he was. For some reason, it didn't motivate him enough. He had the epiphany. He had the awakening. The light went off in his brain, but I didn't honor me and really wanting to see if there has been some true change that has happened. And so I was like, oh, yay, everything's fine. Let's get back to normal. Because Kristen likes to be happy. My default is being happy and, and wanting things to be peaceful and normal. So I tend to want to rush that rather than sitting back and being patient while the process happens. 
Your person is in process just like you are. And let me tell you something. Aside from true true narcissists or sociopaths or people that are just way deeply wounded or have a mental disorder and need some type of psychotherapy, your typical average normal person with their wounds will come up with the right and wrong of the situation. You also need to be willing to hear what you might be doing so you enter that conversation with an open heart as well. And you take things in stages to see if you can build this thing back up bigger and better than ever before. I have heard many, many stories of relationships, let's say being together for like 20 years and then one person cheats on the other person. I don't condone cheating in any way, shape or form, but there's things within a relationship that promote it. It's kind of the reason why people start to look the other direction. And it turned out that that cheating on ended up being the best thing for their relationship because it humbled everybody. It humbled everybody. Everybody had to open their minds and hearts and get down on their knees and really invite spirit into their relationship. And it ended up being the blessing, believe it or not. But there's a reason for that because when we're functioning in a, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of an automaton, sort of a, they act like this, I act like that. It's just sort of this ping-ponging back and forth, stuck in a cycle. That would be the word, a cycle, cyclical kind of relationship. When you're stuck in that cycle, nobody's seeing any new information. But sometimes a relationship needs a kapow to really crack it open, break it open, and make both parties really go deep within themselves, not only about taking responsibility for their own stuff, but by asking themselves, what do I really need and want? And more importantly, being vulnerable to be able to share that with their partner. Lack of vulnerability is one of the biggest problems in relationships. People are not being honest. They're not asking for what they want and need, as well as not being honest with things the person is doing that is not okay, or are they taking responsibility? So a lot of guarded hearts walking around in the world, trying to have relationships and then wondering why it's not happening. So let me just give you a quick recap. Why is it that the first breakups don't often take? Number one is because we still have a lot of feelings involved. We still love this person. We just need to get away from the drama. And once the drama and the toxicity dies down and we have some space to breathe, then we remember the love and we we miss them and we want them back into our lives. So everybody's on their best behavior at first and kind of kissing each other's booties and and then you get back in together and you go you want to go right back into that same mode or that same level of relationshiping that you were in before. Okay? Nothing has changed. Nothing has been solved. There is no solution. There is no forward movement. There is no growth. So what happens? A breakup happens again. And this keeps going. It becomes a cycle, breaking up, breaking up, breaking up, when nothing truly has changed. Make sense? The second thing is, is that we didn't really set an appropriate boundary for what it is that was driving us crazy. We oftentimes will talk about things, if we are willing to even talk about things, because a lot of people are not. If we are willing, we'll talk about things, we'll keep expressing ourselves, but then nothing changes. And that's when we need to know that when words don't work, we need to use action. And within that action, 
What that might mean is taking a break from the person, stepping back, maybe sleeping in separate rooms, maybe not talking for a couple of days, whatever it might be for you, just something to create some space between you two and hold to it. Don't fold because you get horny. Don't fold because something sad's going on in your life. I remember when I took that space with my person, I was in a kind of a wonky space in my life at that time and I I really enjoyed and needed that warm body next to me, but you can rest assured I did not fold. I let my dog sleep in the bed with me. I stacked pillows around me. I got a little, I have this bean bag that heats up. I heated it up and put it down by my feet. I did everything I possibly could to feel comfortable and safe and protected and warm in and of myself so that I wouldn't fold and make a decision and go back on my boundary. And guess what happened? That was the most serving thing that that relationship could have ever had because there was so much growth that happened in that space of time. I thought I was taking that space just for me, but it turned out that my partner needed that space just as much as I did. And the third thing is to remember to communicate what you're doing and why. Okay, this doesn't require a lot of explanation and certainly don't get into another fight about it. You have to say, this is what I'm doing and here's why. And I'm asking that you respect this. You do not need to talk about it anymore. The talking has not worked as that has shown you in the past. So you are going to take a space. Now, I do need to disclaim, if you have not talked, not asked for what you need and want, have not been requesting that your person respect certain things about you or your life or the way they are treating you, then your very first step is going to be to speak up. It's going to be to have a conversation. It's only when words are not working that we want to do the action boundary. But we need to be willing to use words first. We need to be willing to have those conversations and then see what happens. In many relationships, I've seen people, um, their partner be so upset with them and the partner that is being ups- that is the one that the other one's upset with comes to me and they're like, I had no idea. I had no idea what, what he or she needed because the other person hasn't spoken up. So the other person's holding, harboring all this resentment and unhappiness and, and frustration. And the other partner is clueless. So of course they're looking at them going, they don't even care. Yes, they care. You haven't spoken to them. So it's super duper important that you speak up. And lastly, once you are ready to revisit the relationship, make sure that you plan a conversation first. And if that conversation doesn't go well, Go back to creating more space and keep this up until you really feel in your heart and your soul that something is changing. Relationships are complicated, you guys. There's so many dynamics at play and it's going to take some time to unravel the knotted up yarn. It's going to take some time. It's going to take lots of conversations and they may still need physical space in between them. Also, if you need to take some 100% quiet time and you have to set that second boundary of blocking somebody, be sure to communicate them when you will be unblocking them or starting to respond to their calls and texts so that they know what to expect and they don't feel abandoned and left out hanging on a limb. Abandonment is one of the single most hardest things for us to process. It's very, very, very painful. And 
in taking your space, we don't want to create pain in another person because that creates our bad, all right? That becomes your responsibility if you are knowingly creating pain in another person. Abandoning them is going to create pain. You can tell them, you can communicate, this is what I'm doing and this is what will be the end date of what I am doing. All right, you guys, I hope you got a lot from this. If you are experiencing that back and forth breakup, I believe if you start to implement some of these strategies that I've shared with you, that you're going to start to see a shift in your relationship. I know you love your person. That's why you keep going back and forth. And I know your person loves you. That's why they keep going back and forth. But be willing to try something different something that's more empowered, something that is from our highest self that is not in this tumultuous, ego-driven, fearful-driven, trying-to-control side of our brain. Let's shift the focus to love and to handling ourselves in an empowered way so that we can get an even better result. If you struggle with boundaries and you would like to learn more about boundaries, I have an eight-part audio series called the Boundary Series. In this, I talk about every single aspect of boundary settings, anything that could possibly creep up while you are learning to set and create healthy boundaries. You can find that on my website, kristenbrown.org, under the Products and Free Resources tab. It's called the Boundary Series. Until next time, everybody, remember... I believe in you. I know what you're made of. I know your spirit. I know your soul and I know your strength. And you can have anything you want. Sometimes we just need to clear out the blocks and the muck so that we can get to that most amazing life. Much love, everyone. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe and share. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give a big thanks by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to explore coaching plans, other products, and free resources, go to kristenbrown.org. Until next time, everyone, remember to go love yourself.